Welcome everyone to the greatest podcast in the history of this great sport. My name's Kevin Wilson. We are having a very special show today. This show is from McGillen's at 1310 Drury Street. I want our listeners across the country to go to www.mcgillens.com and we're going to talk about all, all about McGillen's. I'm here with John Cole. Well, I'll tell you right now, if they're listening during the day, they'll have to download later because this is like the day drinking capital of the city. <laughs> Amorous Polly. Say hello to the, to the listeners. Hi, um, here at McGillen's, and I love this place because it is steeped in history. Okay, our first guest is with us. Her name is Tammy. She's been with McGillen's for 20 years, which is extraordinary. Tammy, say hello to our uh, say hello to our listeners, and let's talk about your love story. Uh, Tammy has a love story. Good, talk about it. I do have a love story. So I did meet my husband here. Um, he first sitting at a table with waitresses, with my one waitress. But my one customer used to mess around with me, my ex my ex boyfriend, and would talk about things that happened. So they started messing around with me, and he started gradually coming to the bar. One day he went outside, came back in, and was like, "Did I just walk into a gate? I just think I just walked into a gate of heavens because I just seen an angel." Oh, <laughs> man. I don't have game I like that. Yeah. <laughs> what about Jim Pappas, Cheesesteak Adventure? Is that your game too? Jim? <laughs> I'm very distracted because I thought the special event was because I was here. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, no, he's got one move. He wants the other half of the cheesesteak. Yes, no, and then he's done. One day I was actually walking on Drury Avenue and some guy said, hey, man, you got any good lines? I'm like, wait, well, try this one. It never worked for me. <laughs> I know it worked out for your husband. Tammy, talk about, talk about, talk about, how many beers do you think you have poured oh, in 20 years? Geez. That's maybe 25,640,000 to John. <laughs> <laughs> I really couldn't answer that correctly, though. I like the original locker. I can't <laughs> <laughs> so what is your favorite part of working with McGillen's? 20 years in any bar is an extraordinary accomplishment. Uh, talk about uh, the customers and what is your favorite thing about McGillen's? Well, favorite thing about McGillen's first is I have been here a while, so it is family to me. Um, I got to meet a lot of new friends just working here. Um, a lot of us work together for a long time, um, so it's not just me here for a while. A lot of our staff's been here for quite a bit. Um, my customers, I have a lot, a lot of regulars. I've had regulars that I've served since I started here. Um, some that still come in, some that retired, some that passed away. Um, so, you know, everyone just comes become really good friends and just like family to me. It, it's, it is amazing. Uh, John? They have, this is the best, one of the best ways to describe this place is multi-generational. Um, last year I'm at the bar. Terrible, terrible day. I come in, I grab my soup, which by the way is always free. And um, I'm talking to a guy, and he's talking about how his dad used to come in here. Yeah. And now he comes in here, and that is like a super common story here. Um, you know, people meet their spouses here, for sure. And the most uh, matings in the whole oh, city. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But one of the big things is that you'll have someone that says... My old man used to come in here. Chris tells a great story about how they hear this all the time. A new person turns 21. 
you know, supposedly now they're drinking legally. And what happens is I found this great new bar, which, by the way, has been here since the Abe Lincoln administration. Yes. But they found this great new bar, and invariably the parents or even the grandparents have been like, I've been drinking there since the 50s. I've been drinking there since the 70s. It happens all the time. You sit down and you meet these people with these incredible stories. Oh, you know, I got back from Vietnam. I came over, and now they've been living in the city for 45 years, so they can walk over to McGillan's every day. Exactly. And let's tell people a little bit about McGillan's, and then we'll get back. Uh, McGillan's is famous for giving you a free soup with your lunch. Now, let me ask you. I assume that was just to get me out of here. That's Tammy, <laughs> let me ask you a question. How many times have you gotten <laughs> soup from the... What's your favorite soup here? Uh, actually, all our soup's really good. I mean, it's homemade. Um, so, n- I would say none's bad at all. French so It's always phenomenal. <laughs> and it's great. So, and, <laughs> no talk, and you're the perfect person to talk about, Tammy, uh, to talk with at $5 or less beers. I heard the beers are basically around 5 bucks. Yes, for the most part, our pints are four fifty, five dollars $5. A couple are 6 but for the most part, $5. Which is fascinating because this area... You know, is, is going to be a lot more. Well, the essence of our show is always dining on the dime, right? yes. finding value. And we've talked about over the years how value is relative. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily want a $2 glass of beer. Exactly. What I want is a great glass of beer at a reasonable price so that I can get a few of them. The only place that compares even remotely to McGillan's and all the places I've been to in my life is the Irish pub in Atlantic City. Yes. Where they understand, yeah, sure, there are going to be places where there's $8, $9 pints, there's like a $20 meal. But the average person can come in here, and I talked about this on another show I did years ago, like 50 cent wing night, and I think there's like, you know, 250. You can come over here and you can get wings and a beer for five bucks. Now, don't be cheap, tip out your server, but I mean, there's not too many places that five bucks will get you an order of wings and a glass of beer. And they do that. It's not like it's a special day. It's not like they do it on St. Patrick's Day. They literally do that every day of the year that they're open. And they're open, what, 362? Or close, what, five? It's Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving. Yeah, like 360 days a year they're open, they're doing this, right? So between, and I tell people, you know, they're always like, oh, are these deals that you talk about on the show legitimate? First of all, yes, obviously. But this one in particular, I would defy anyone. I will come over here and meet anyone. I'd gladly meet anybody here any day. But I'll meet someone over here any day and show them half price pizza night, um, wings, beers for, you know, there's always a beer special. Some people, they, you know, it doesn't matter. They just want to come in after a day of work and have a glass of beer. And if you're listening around the country, it's important to note that McGillan's is celebrating their 160th anniversary. That's right, you heard me. 160 years they've been celebrating. We'll talk a little bit more about that with Chris later. Uh, I do want to say this though to our national audience. No, granted, not everyone's going to have a McGillan's in their neighborhood, right? But in all your neighborhoods, and I don't care where you listen to this, we have people listening in California, Arizona. Yeah. You know, God bless you. We appreciate Just it. Just at Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Yeah. There's a bar in your neighborhood that everybody knows. They've been there forever. I mean, forever is a relative term, but they've been there for a long time. They're family owned, uh, they're hiring the people from your neighborhood. Those are the places you should go. I talk about this all the time. I'm not trying to hammer the corporate joints. Or, well, I guess maybe I am a little bit. But they've got enough business. They're good when they're sitting in malls and all these other places. Go find your neighborhood bar. Chances are the food is better. Um, the prices are better. They're serving a lot of the beers from your community. You don't even have to go out. Speak. You don't even have to go to the, na- 
Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. It's all right. I was going to say, speaking of serving the beers of the community, they also have their own beers on tap. Yeah. Yes. Well, you don't even have to go to the national audience. Go to the suburbs. I grew up in Delco. Yeah. I didn't know McGill's was here. Yeah. I, I didn't know if I'd have fun until a year or so ago when I started doing my cheesesteak at Patrick. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's been here since 1860. Yeah. In this place, the decoration's amazing. The, the signs on the wall, it makes me want to... Wonder why I don't own a bar yet, just so I can decorate. Yeah, the funny, the other thing too is, though, like, you know, as much as I have fell in love with this place, the first time I came in here, I had my cheesesteak, which, and I was surprised being in the city at the oldest ale house in the city, how inexpensive the cheesesteak was. I told you that. Remember when we did the one show? I was like, the cheesesteaks are great here. You did, but you know what? You also told me about the free soup at lunch. Yes, <laughs> I've been here twice for lunch for cheesesteaks. I know one ever gave me a bowl of soup. <laughs> oh, no. We'll edit that out. Don't worry about it. Soup at lunch. And the, other, the worst from that, everybody's meeting their spouses here. Yes. Oh, no. Do I need to put a name tag on her? <laughs> I keep trying to meet a spouse here, but my wife hates when I do that. So. <laughs> and do you want to talk a little bit, too, about the... Uh, the no, no. Get back. Women are the 50 range. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, you know they have they have a deal right, or um, some sort of like if a woman proposes to her, her uh, man um, on leap year, then they're gonna you know get a it's like a hundred dollar yeah. gift card or something they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an old Irish tradition that women propose on leap day. Now, so on leap day, the first five women that propose at McGillan's will get $100 gift certificate. Wow. There are just two rules. One rule is that you must call first to make arrangements so we can have the champagne ready. Ooh. <laughs> and the second rule is that it must be a public proposal. That's fantastic. And so, that this is Irene from Spotlight PR. Uh, she's joining us on our panel today, and that is the rules? Those are the rules, so do it. If you want to put a ring on it, do it on leap day. That is fantastic. Can they all propose to one man? <laughs> 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 he wants to be But more couples have met at McGillan's than anywhere else in Philadelphia. It's amazing. So it could happen tonight. Well, I hope so. I'm here for an hour and a half. <laughs> and when, I, when, I, when I go out at 5 o'clock to feed the meter, I think I might just leave. So yeah. Hundreds of back. couples have met here, so yeah. the more time you spend here, the more visit. likely you are. And Irene, I believe you said this is the most engaged in the whole city. Most More, more couples have met yeah. in, at the Gillens than any place else in Philadelphia. Wow. Hundreds and hundreds. We have a whole book of them. That's hmm. fantastic. That is fantastic. A few years ago, there was like a meetup of people here that had done that. And I never, it's like the middle of the day, people, and it was some couples like in their 20s and 30s, and there were people like in their 70s that wow. had met here. They were just kind of, it was like real unofficial. They just decided to get together like, I don't know, on Facebook or something. They organized it. And there had to be like 30, 35 couples just standing out on Drury talking about, oh, yeah, we did this, that, whatever. And it was just, it, it, it adds so much more. You, you know, you can sit at home and drink a can of Terrible sure. Beer, uh, which is kind of sad, and I'd recommend calling someone to help you. Or you can kind of go out, and this is what they used to call the real drinking culture. It's outgoing. It's communal. You get to meet people. Too many times nowadays, nobody knows who their neighbor is. Yeah. Or if they see their neighbor, you know, they pretend they don't, and they run in their house. This is like a real casual place. People talk politics here. People talk sports here. 
Um, I have to admit, I hear a ton of guys use this line on girls. And, of course, the women know it because they're super savvy. <laughs> they're like, oh, hey, I came to McGillan's to meet my wife. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you're like the third guy to tell me that today. <laughs> but the truth is, this is where a lot of people's lives start. Right. It really is. And a woman said that to me, I guess maybe two years ago. I was here taking some pictures. And a woman said to me, this is where my life started. Right. You know what I mean? I guess she'd been a nurse in the military or something, and she got here and she met her husband, and this is where her life started. So they come back here all the time. You're just telling me this now? (laughs) I did not realize we were doing like a... Now, let's let's go around and we'll... we'll, So, because you, uh, Tammy, talk about what is some of the most popular beers here. Um, So, I mean, all our beers sell pretty well, but we do have our own house. Um, we have an ale, a lager, and an IPA that staff specifically made for us during our 150th anniversary. <laughs> lager in my glass. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say like our rolling rock because it's really cheap. <laughs> nice. Everybody wants a rock and a shot. That's this part of the country, right? It's a rock and a shot. <laughs> meeting your spouse. A lot of cheap rocks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tammy, we're going to go around the room and let everyone ask you a question. That was my question. John Cole, do you have a question for Tammy? has been here 20 years. Oh. Met her husband. <laughs> I have my question ready. Yeah, yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't propose to her, though. Yeah. <laughs> She's already married. We've She's already married. married. Oh, all right, all right, all right. My question. So you just came, you've been working all day, right? Your day? Yes. All right. So you just came up from downstairs. Yes. Roughly, how many women down there? 50 to 70. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. This is why we don't do these lies. I'll have a shot. But there's shot no way. There's no way that I'll have a shot. If you have a couple shots, you're more likely to meet something. Yeah, right, right. That's exactly true. John Cole, question for Tammy because she. I do have a question for Tammy. Exactly how soon will she be pressing charges against you? (laughs) That's kind of what I'm waiting on. No, actually, my question is. Have you ever had somebody pop the question in front of you? Oh, yeah. Like you're bringing someone a beer, and it's like, thanks for the beer. Oh, by the way, will you marry me to the no, person? No, I have not. I wish that. So you didn't Pretty visually. <laughs> good. I have not had that, though. Food, um, photo, food photo journalist, Amaris, go ahead. He actually usurped my question. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so um, off of that, then maybe have you ever had regulars that came in and you got to witness them meeting their significant other, like on a first date or something, and then seeing the process go through? I didn't really ever meet someone, like, and they started. I met a lot of my regulars' families and wives and stuff like that and got to know them, like, as friends, too, like, mm. with them coming in but never like on their first date or meaning to go get married. That's pretty cool. And Irene, Spotlight PR, uh, question for Pat. Um, McGillan's is like known for having specialty drinks every season. And we have, and McGillan's has specialty drinks for the Phillies and the- The Flyers Fantini, the frozen Flyers Fantini. And you know, there's winter drinks and summer drinks. What's one of your favorite drinks yeah, to make? One of my favorite drinks to make? Um, I mean, I like all our special drinks. I mean, our winter drinks are pretty popular. So, like, our eggnog martini, our pumpkin martini. Like, people get very excited about it. And right now, we have a snickerdoodle martini. Oh, cream tastes just like a, like a Snickers. It's really, oh, really good. And at this point, Tammy has to go downstairs to the bar. Yes. <laughs> I'll take over from here. So, I was going to ask you also, um, have you ever created one of the signature drinks? Yes. I have not, no. Tammy. Hey, Chris, over here. Let's have her create something. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> have, you, have you ever had anybody that met someone here 
but then they broke up and they came back. Oh, what? Manage him out. No, no, no. What the hell are you on the cheesesteak side? Get out of here. I've never had people do that. I've had people, like, kind of go out on dates. Oh, okay. And then didn't work. Right. But I've seen them both, but maybe not together. <laughs> so when you meet a girl here and it doesn't work out, you'll be part of the family. You'll fit right in. Tammy, one last question, and then we'll let you get back. Uh, what is your favorite food item? So, because the food is fantastic. Yes, the food is everything's really good. I'm a really big chicken eater, so I am a big wing eater too, and I love our wings. Oh yeah, I'm a big yeah. wing eater. So. The wings are good here, and they're on special Tuesday nights. Tuesday night tonight. We're recording this on a Wednesday, but Tuesday nights. And if you guys follow me on social media, you see. Pretty much, they'll put something on social media. 90 seconds later, I, I reblog it out there, the food specials. And Tuesday night is 40-cent jumbo wings. Yes. That's fantastic. And that they mean jumbo wings. You know, people kind of throw that term out there. I mean, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, the essence of this show is value. Yeah. If you live in the area, um, I cannot think of a better place for you to go to, A, have a good time. B, just sort of, you know, step out of your life and step into this world of, Relaxation, having a good time, music, sports, whatever. And the food is delicious. That's fantastic. The food is absolutely delicious. Yeah, he's fantastic. (laughs) And uh, Tammy, thank you you for joining us. Just kidding. (laughs) I know, right? Tammy is the regular bartender. She's been with the uh, McGillans for 20 years, met her husband here. Thank you for joining us. She's our day drinkingologist. right. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank Thanks, you. Tammy. Thank okay, you. once again, to our listeners around the country and in Philadelphia area, we are from McGillan's, 1310 Drury Street, www.mcgillans.com, free soup at lunch. Uh, we're going Do we to need be- to take a Would break you- while they take Papa out of here? No, we're fine. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to pour me another beer. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Make sure you God, I hope Tommy comes yeah. back right. soon. But let's, in- and let's introduce our panel. It's uh, John Cole, uh, the extraordinary food restaurant consultant. And in all fairness today, a lot of the times when we do these on location places, we try to be super objective. Exactly. I will not even pretend to be objective. Most of the people who follow me on social media know this is sort of like my home away from home. This is the bar I've talked about more than anything else. This is a bar I've been to more than anywhere else. This is the bar, and I know this not to bring the room down or anything, but I find this funny. I make sure there's a provision in my will that when everybody's done dropping me in the ground, they come over here and they have a beer. Yeah. And the lawyer thought it was funny, and he thought it was weird. And then he started following me on social media, and he's like, wow, you're not kidding. I'm like, no. So he's like, all right. And so the arrangement was made. This is where I consider, we pulled up. Amherst and I came over, we pulled up. And I was like, this is home away from home. Sure. Absolutely. I have Ivy oh. here for you guys. Oh, our next Ivy. guest, Ivy. Ivy. At least 50 of my 100 pounds overweight are her. Let's be super clear here. Now, Ivy, you were in the kitchen, correct? Yes, sir. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about McGillan's. Tell us what your favorite stuff is. Go ahead. Most importantly, thank you for the food. Yeah, thank you. I, I, was, I was credited with naming it Mile Wide Meatloaf because, let's be honest, I'm not small. <laughs> I, I, actually, Ivy's the person, so since I've seen you in shorts so many times, <laughs> Ivy, what are you doing? Oh, my God, my eyesight. <laughs> she's cooked more meals for me than my mom. Now, granted, my mom was never sober enough to get in the kitchen, but the truth is she's cooked more meals for me than probably my own mother does. Over and let's talk to Ivy. Ivy, how many years have you worked for McGillis? About 31. 
31 years? That is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's how many years Papas has been looking for his wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I first started at McGillan's, um, my daughter's like two or three years old. She's 38 years old now. Wow. wow. And doesn't your boy yeah. work here, too? Is it he? Her son, 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 son works Yeah, I was going to say, your son, son works here. He wasn't even born yet. He, Let me ask you a question. He's one since I've been here. He's 19. He's just turned 20. Uh-huh. Is he nice. your favorite co-worker? <laughs> Don't put mom on the I'm not here. Oh, he, said, I'm not here. he said, Mom, you're not my boss. You're my co-worker. I said, no, I'm both. No, it is both. <laughs> Ivy, so. since we have you here, let's talk about the food in McGillan's. Oh, well, we have great food in McGillan's. I think the best is what I made up, Ivy's, Ivy's Three Threes. Oh, there you go. Talk, talk about that. Well, well, I said I love shrimps. I figured everybody loves shrimp. People love shrimps. So sure. I've got three coconut shrimps, three fried shrimps, three grilled shrimps with french fries and coleslaw. Wow. So very well, you know? And, and just so our listeners know, uh, McGillan's, most of the menu is under ten ninety nine. Oh, yeah, it's very cheap price. Yeah, and then nice if you price. come at lunch, you get the free soup. Yes, sir, always. What yeah. is your favorite thing to cook? What do you like cook? Your wings are out, outstanding. Thank you. But what well, are, my favorite thing to cook here is, uh, I guess, my corned beef specials. Nice. Turkey specials, roast beef specials. Mm-hmm. Nice. Tuna melts, you know. Best corned beef I ever had. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Cuts the meat too, also, so I like it very nice and lean and thin. The corned beef root. And I even meet people, I I even meet people on the bus and I tell them about McGillan's. Ah. I come to meet, they come down here. Is Ivy here? Oh I'm going to come goodness. down and try your meat. They come down and try the food. I'll, I'll have to uh, try one of your Rubens because I'm oh. a huge lover yeah. of Rubens. Oh, well, that's my corned beef. I'm super glad. I really enjoy it, man. Yeah, and I'm so good in them You ever had a turkey Ruben? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm super glad. I'll tell you another reason I'm super glad we're here, because I talk about this place all the time, and everybody's like, "Oh, he just loves the place or whatever." The food. No, no, the food is really. And I've talked yeah. about this before. Years ago, mm-hmm. I, I years ago, I literally took five hundred dollars in cash, put it on an end table, took a picture of it, threw it up on social media. I said, "If you can find me food at this price, that's this oh, yeah. good or better, Absolutely. the money is yours." That picture hung out for like three years on social media, and then finally I took it down because you're not going to. And our show is called Dining on a Dime. We teach people where to eat out well at a good price. Nothing symbolizes that more than McGillan's free soup. No, this is the DNA in in a great atmosphere to eat too. Exactly. I met so many, so very many nice people here since I've been here. From far as customers and everything, I said very nice people. I met people on the bus, you know, come upstairs, you know. I love to come upstairs and the places crowd, like especially oh, yeah. the holiday time or whatever. Okay. Families, you know, like how you, you know, people speak back. It's some days you think we knew each other for years, and we'd be conversating every day. Yeah, let me tell you, I love it, you know? and there's lots of energy when you have that kind yes. of crowd. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yes, it does. And let me tell you what I like is I'm a foodie. I have like a 600 restaurant photo collection on my website. Aren't you an author, sir? I'm an Aren't author. A Noble. But here's the point I'm. Trying oh, we can to finally make. do a drink. <laughs> here's the point I'm trying to make. It is such a huge accomplishment to be cooking anywhere for 31 years. Yes, it is. Yes, it and is. that is why the food is so good. We talked about that. It's also such pattern. a accomplishment and, and a great feeling. Like I said, see people on the bus, and I see people, and I said, "Oh, you heard of McGill?" And they're like. Oh my God! You know that place I used to go to years ago. Are they still good? I said they're even better now. Oh wow! Because yeah? when I first started working here, it was for two brothers. Right. Maybe I was a brother and a uncle and father, and now it's been a husband and a wife. You know, so two different changes. You know, we had a lot of changes made since they came. You know, more, more customers and everything. I told people when I first started coming here, I was one XL. <laughs> I just added X, X, X. I'm so small. I was this small. I told you when I first started working here, I was like this. <laughs> she got smaller and I got bigger. That's <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. She served you her way. I've told people this before, but this is a true story. There are days where I came over here like 11, 11.30, and I had lunch. 
and I literally sat here the whole day, rolled it around, and it was dinner time, stayed the whole day, and then they were getting ready to close the kitchen. I'd be like, uh, Gabby will be with us in a little bit. She'd run back there and she'd get a liverwurst sandwich. Because oh, yeah. she knew on my way home, sitting in a truck, and you know, as soon as I got over oh, the bridge, yeah. I think it'd be open. And uh, I've had three meals here, I would say multiple times over the years. I've literally had breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, you know, and that's half my day's meals I've had. Look, <laughs> <laughs> well, here's another. And oh, are you, I feel like have you been around? Here? <laughs> and here's another thing. Like in the foodie world, you need consistency yes. when you go back to a place. Right, yeah, right, right, right. What you better to come back? You know, mm-hmm. same thing. Like you was like, oh, I love it here. Yeah, well, food is great. You know, and I love to hear that. I work here, so well, of course I want to hear that. You know. No, that's absolutely you know? right. Because right, yeah. thirty-one year history. Right. I mean, that's not a small guy. I'm blown away by you saying that. That is incredible. This is, we talked about this on another show last year. I hear people and they're like, we've been in business for two years. Yeah, and I'm exactly. Like, that, 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 that's like a minute here. <laughs> you know, oh, I know. And I'm just, have you tra- and, and I've made everything in the kitchen around. All these, all around, you know? Oh, all so these people going nuts. You know, gardeners, you know, all around the kitchen. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm settled now. I'm, you know, I'm going to saute, burn myself, cuts and all that, and I'm just making a little cold stuff, and I enjoy that. And I've been here several it. times, and it's been great every time, and I think it's because well, the you. consistency in the kitchen. Well, I really do. Try to be and there's so many places. Over these fried chicken sandwiches yeah. at, like, some fast food place, and I'm like, you're kidding me, right? People love our wings and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wings are they love y'all food. People fast. Who well, I never met on the bus, like. I love McGill's food. I'll be oh, yeah. I love absolutely. it. Gotta come down. They still have this. I let them know we make our own Shepherd's pie. We make our own beef. We make our own turkey. Oh. And like, all that. Oh, yeah, we coming down here. And that's why you've been in business 160 mm-hmm. years. I promote, the, I promote the business, too. Like I said, they come down to the job. They come down here. Is Ivy here? Ivy, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. I'm not on the bus. Ivy, let me tell you this. Some of my best restaurants went under in two years. Think about that. You've been working at the same restaurant right. 31 years. Yep. If I name you my five best meals ever, those places are closed. Wow. I mean, just to give you an example. Right. Yeah, we just talked about that. Yeah. We, 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 we never had that. Ain't never that had crazy. That, I'm just blown away, blown away by this because I'm a uh, connoisseur in the restaurant business. I know all the stories. And just for you to be in one restaurant for 31 years well, is incredible. With the, with the employers, too. You know, employees, yeah. the, the bosses, they're very good bosses. Well, they would obviously. Obviously, they are. They were who they were. I wouldn't still be here. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm for real. I'm for real. I don't care if they just. I hear you. Ivy, let me tell you. Just let me make this point too. I have fun talking to the cooks. Oh yeah. What would you eat if you were a customer at McGillan's? What is your favorite thing? I would do threes. Oh, shrimp, yeah. yeah. I love shrimp. <laughs> shrimp. I love shrimp. I'm shrimp. Yeah. 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 Steak dinner. You know, steak dinner. Steak dinner. Yeah, beautiful steak dinner. Good vegetables and potatoes and stuff. Yeah. Our stuff is very nice. Very good. That's fantastic. And I've said this before. We're time, you know, the, the, um, I say it, the way it's set up. The, you know, yeah. Let's just say get presentation. The presentation. Presentation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get through myself. Oh, that looks good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, presentation is great. Yes. The, the questions I get here are this. What have I eaten here the most? Meatloaf. Right. Uh, what I is had, my favorite thing? Well, obviously the meatloaf, but that being aside, probably the shepherd's pie. Right. Yeah, I don't need it. shepherd's pie, and I'm not bashing any other place in the city right. or any other place I've been to. I don't want it to be artisan. I don't want it to be, uh, you know, I, I want Keep shepherd's pie. You know, I, I want it to cook, and I've never had, same with meatloaf. People add me, no, 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 I, I just right. want like meatloaf and potatoes and maybe some gravy. And I'm, I'm, and I'm happy to pay for that, too. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that, 
um, things like wings. Everybody talks about, oh, there's the wing bowl, there's this, there's that. I, I come down here, we were, we were listening to the wing bowl one day. This is maybe four or five years ago. And they're going nuts. Meanwhile, we're open and we're having wings at the bar and I'm laughing and people are like, we're the champion wing. Everybody having wings at the bar is laughing here. Like, yeah, okay, <laughs> whatever you need to tell yourself at night. Yeah, whatever you, know, you have to what, whatever, you Sure. It's, no. Meanwhile, my sweet chili wings or whatever come out. They're jumbo, they're hot, they're crispy, yeah. they're delicious. Well, they actually stopped doing the wing bowl, um, so maybe you guys can take over that. <laughs> <laughs> they stopped doing the wing bowl because she won. That's exactly why they stopped doing the wing bowl. Ivy, Ivy rolled down and said, no, you're all finished now. They said, yes, and they walked away. <laughs> Irene, Spotlight PR, do you have a question for Ivy? Um, of all the things on the menu, I know you like to eat the three Ivies named after you. What do you like to cook? Yes. Mm. Well, like I said, right now I don't cook. I'm, I'm do I do a open face turkey, right. open face roast beef. So All right. So, what's like the that. secret? Why is the corned beef so darn good? It's the oh. way I cut it. <laughs> Best corned beef I ever had. Fantastic. It's a trick. So true. It's, it's, it's serious. It's yeah. really true. No, you're right. That might call me for call me from the store. I'm like, eh, I cut way better than this. My coffee tastes better than this because the way it's cut. You know? Exactly. The way it's, it's cut. Way you put on it. That's so right. true, though. It's real. It's really true. Because if you don't cut it's it right, true. it's got the fat. That's right. Yeah, the you're so right. It gets the grain, you know, it's just not the same. That's you a fantastic that, point. And I said, I, I said, I meet people on the bus, and I tell them I cut it. They said, they come in and say, you were right. You were right. That's a fantastic I, point. I hear this all the time. I go to these other cities. And I'm not bashing other cities. We've got tons of people in other cities that listen to us. I really appreciate that. But someone will tell me. I'll get to their city, and I'll put it out there on social media. Hey, Chicago, where should I eat? Hey, Austin, where yes. should I eat? And invariably, I'll get someone that will tell me, oh, try this, and you'll forget all about your food at home. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, I know they mean well, and I've had some great meals. I really have. My wife always says, you know, if you never moved more than if you never moved more than thirty minutes from home, you'd be happy. Yes, that's exactly right. Because I know where everything right, is. Right. I mean, literally, right. there's maybe search for something good. You know where to go. There's that's two true. or three places in my life I, I go to where I've never yeah, had a bad meal, though. and this is one of them. <clears throat> Absolutely. Why do you want me to try your, you know, corned beef souffle parfait? No, no, no. Thank you. No. Amorous. I be. Uh, what is the most requested meal that you make on a regular basis. That I make? Mm-hmm. Uh, corned beef specials? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> corned beef specials. It's turkey hard clubs, to find a good one. Turkey clubs. Yeah. You know, like between them, yeah. I sell a lot of turkey clubs, corned beef specials. And, and I'll tell you what, a lot of people are selling corned beef specials, oh, but they're not as good. Right, they're not as good. Oh, you know, no, they... Get yeah. Fresh rye bread, you know, kind right. of big, you know? People like to talk loud. Like I almost compare this to the gym, right? When you're at home doing push-ups and you're, you know, you're in kind of good shape, and then you go to the gym. Yeah. Everybody at the gym looks like one of the Avengers. You take the bass out of your voice and you're quiet. Exactly. People talk a lot of nonsense about my this is the best, my that's the best. Right. They don't do that in here. They don't do that in here at all because they know it's just not true. Right. Or, you know, Ivy rolls out and she's like, oh, 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 you make turkey sandwiches? And then boom, 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 she drops something at the bar and you're like, Oh, never mind. Sorry, man. Thank you. And that's the way it's literally always been here. It's not like she's having a good year yeah. or, wow, this season is great. Right. Um, I cannot stress this enough. We talk about stamina in, the, in this industry. Sure. Um, consistency. This is the model that everything else, this is the yardstick. This is what everyone else gets based on. Now, I get it. Not everybody's open 160 years. And I'm not taking, 
But if you're doing food really well for 10, 15 years, you get props. If you're doing food well for 10 or 15 minutes, great. You know, I don't right. want anyone to go out of business or anything, but, you know, don't. You know, in these fast food joints, oh, we've got this, we've got that. No, no you don't. Not really. What you've got is average food and a lot of commercials. You That's get, what you've got. You can get more food here at a better quality than you will if you were to go to a fast food place. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I, I, oh, I went over to here. Why? Exactly. Well, I know that uh, John here is one of his favorite things is the mile high uh, meatloaf. But um, do you also? Because I'm again love Rubens. Um, do you pile the the, the corned beef? Pretty oh, yeah, yeah. She wants a mile high Rubens. Sometimes I'm play around. Mile high Rubens. Sandwiches, guys. We get the customers say. Not, not a bunch of meat. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of meat beans. That is like, well, fantastic. <laughs> oh, my that's God, fantastic. that's true. Make it look nice, you know? And the point we're trying to get to our listeners is consistency mm-hmm. is king. Yes, I've been to a restaurant. I blew me away. And then I went back three months later. It's like, what happened? In case I wasn't subtle enough, let me be clear. They're better than you. Now you yes. go ahead. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and our bosses like us all to do it the same, so you don't have that problem. Exactly. You come in, next, you come in one day, I made that sandwich, you come in, you think I'm supposed to be still here. Yeah. I, like, I just here today, too. You know what I'm and Ivy's and been here 31 years, yeah. and she ain't going nowhere anytime soon. No, yeah. I'm not and speaking of proof of they're better than you, <laughs> you do not last as long as, no. as they do in this business without being good. Talking about 160 years, you know what I mean? That is insane. I mean, this is iconic. Yep. Uh, Jim Pappas, question for Ivy. Philadelphia cheesesteak. This question is going to be who wants a cheesesteak. Who makes a cheesesteak? My question is, and the answer is everybody. (laughs) I mean, this is a beautiful building. I think we talk about how great this place is because I'm from the the suburbs. That's true. And I found this place two years ago. I wish I knew about it 20 years, 30 years ago. So, how many people do you think come here and say, oh my goodness, who knew this wonderful historic building was here, this great atmosphere, holy mackerel, five dollar beers. I can't give you a count. (laughs) Numbers don't go that high. I'm saying, I can't give you a count because every person that come in here. The answer is everybody. (laughs) How many people come in and go, oh my goodness, what a great place, five dollar beers. But they stay for the food. That's true. Yep. How, many, how many people do you think? Everybody. 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 There you go. Everybody. All right. Everybody. Oh, you guys should never think my experience here is unique. I have people say to me, oh, well, you know, you go to all these restaurants, you do all this stuff. Well, I have the same experience. In most places, not. Here, right. you absolutely will. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ivy, thank you so much. Congratulations on thank 31 you so much. years. I've been in the restaurant thing for you. That's thank really you for feeding a, me. Quite an <laughs> that is a huge accomplishment. Thank you very much. And thank you for joining us. Here's our card, so you can. Thank you, sir. Nice to meet you all. Nice to meet you. All right, nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, now we're going to the main player. We're going to the star of the show. The main is Gabby. No, it's going to see Gabby's not here yet. What are you talking about? Uh, This is just the guy that runs stuff. He's just the owner. Who knows? But listen, Chris. Let's see the beer commercial. (laughs) Chris Mullins, the owner. Uh, Talk about your family. Talk about the history of McGillan's. This place is iconic. Uh, Tell us about it. Um, well, I guess I wouldn't be sitting here today if my grandfather, 60 years ago, wasn't a part-time bartender at night. He uh, worked in the DA's office and he moonlit here, uh, tending bar. Great. Yeah, and That's he uh, he and his his brothers were friends with 
uh, Dr. Hooper and uh, got, I guess, the inside scoop that they were trying to find a buyer. Um, and they bit. It was a, a, a big decision back then. Uh, you know, two Polish brothers buying the oldest Irish pub in Philadelphia. Uh, but they did it. And, uh, you know, fortunately, we're still here today talking about them and the Miguel family. Look at the so, history. Yeah, it's a, it's a great history and it's unique. Uh, we're, we're fortunate uh, to be part of the Philadelphia history and um, still be in the same location since 1860. Yeah. Uh, and we're proud of it. Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah think about it. I mean, that is crazy. That far. Yeah. It's it, quite, the place is iconic. Time. I got that question once um, on another show. Someone was like, how long have they talked about politics in McGillan's? And I was like, well, I think the first election they kicked around. Yeah. Lincoln they, won. Abraham Lincoln. However, <laughs> for years and years and years, the, the rule was no religious or political discussion yeah. was permitted in the bar. And we have one of the original signs uh, from that era uh, William McGillan's time down over the bar on wow. the first floor. So, and it says, "Gentlemen, Gen- please, yeah, <laughs> you know, political conversation, religious chatter is strictly forbidden." It's amazing. Yeah. Well, so, they go from that yeah. to now. They're like their MSNBC's election headquarters. Um, who else it's was, ironic. Yeah, yeah they went ironic. to that too. Yeah, I mean, literally a couple years ago, yeah. you came over. MSNBC's vehicles were filled on Jury Street. You were like, "What's going on here?" Wow. Well, it's election night. Here. Yeah. Oh, did you have? Yeah, yeah, Morning Joe broadcast here. Yeah. Well, we're DMC. more popular than him. Yeah, yeah we're right. We're on our way. We're on our way. We're within thirty million listeners <laughs> yeah. of him, so we're closing the gap. People, they'll, they'll be back. Yeah. Let's talk about the history of McGillan's. Uh, it's Philly's oldest bar. Talk about that aspect. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. William McGillan uh, founded McGillan's, which he named the Bell and Hand Ale House in 1860, uh, here on Drury Street. Wow. So, so it was uh, some guys ready to have a good time up here. I know, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. come on it's, in. <laughs> it's an Irish bar. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. It up. we love that kind of interruption. You're right. Oh, 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 you want. Um, but yeah, he, he, he started the bar here. He raised his family here. Uh, he ran it from 1860 until 1901. He died here wow. on the property, cleaning up from uh, some workmen that were, you know, left a mess even back then. They just walk away from the <laughs> job. And, uh, the owner had to clean up. Um, his wife Catherine took over, and she ran the bar until 1937. It's so, Mom McGillan. Mom McGillan. Yeah, she uh, she was a force to be reckoned with. And she is the heart and soul. Let's talk about Mom McGillan. Yeah, she. Well, first of all, she raised 13 children upstairs above a bar. Uh, they. She ran a tight ship here at McGillan. She was a very loyal companion uh, to William. Um, she was famous here in Philadelphia. Yes. Um, her. They always say that her flag list ran like the. Uh, the social register here in Philadelphia. Yeah. So it was quite an honor to be banned from McGillan's, I guess. <laughs> and I just wish we had a copy of that book. You know, yeah. the stories and the characters that were listed. Yeah. Well, this is because it was also like a who's who, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just, no, just because true. you had yeah, notoriety didn't mean that you weren't on that list. Absolutely. You can well, still have a good time. Well, that's what I'm thinking. This is probably famous. the most fun and most laid back place. What did you do to get flagged here? Well, again, <laughs> Sang. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Politics, politics, that's right. Religion, any of those things. She ruled with an iron fist. So there was no. And that's why she's letting it. I think so, yeah. It's part of her character. Yeah, it's true. Well, and uh, and they had all kinds of people 
would come here just as they do today. So you could be uh, a union construction guy or a federal judge. I mean, this this location you you attract, you know, the whole cross section of the city. And, and McGill, I would recommend people around the country because we're all over the country. Yeah. I would recommend that you need to put McGillings on your list, just same as the Liberty Bell, the same as well, the. Well, you get a beer out of the history. No, 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 that's saying. what I always say. No, you, I was going to say, put this above the Liberty Bell because they're not serving beer <laughs> over there. If you're looking for history, yeah, you know, and yeah. you want to make a historic visit to Philadelphia, Betsy Ross House, Liberty Bell, and you add, very, you have to add McGillings. Thank you. And you because you guys were here also before City Hall, too. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So. I mean, this was a little residential neighborhood at one time, you know, and then they, when City Hall was built, that kind of moved all of commerce. Everything slid yeah. this way. But it's yeah. amazing, going uh, to the history. And uh, <laughs> let's talk about celebrities. Yeah, and absolutely. Well, I mean, people always ask you, did Ben Franklin come to McGillan? Right. And I said, well... Do the math. <laughs> you know, we were we were found in 1860. It was well gone. So no, Abraham Lincoln never. Excuse me, Benjamin Franklin never. We've seen Ben Franklin's yes. in here before, though. Yeah, because everybody likes to hang with history. Um, Abraham Lincoln could he have? Sure. I mean, there's absolutely a definite possibility that he was. Um, I'm not sure that he liked to hang out in bars, but um, <laughs> he was definitely around when we were around. Absolutely. Um, Who doesn't like to hang yeah, out? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. You know, one of the um, I always love to think about the '70s when Ethel Merman would hang out here, oh. and she would be performing on Broad Street or Walnut Street, yeah. and she'd hang out with my grandfather. Wow! And you know, she's famous for overindulging. Um, <laughs> and so is my grandfather. And the two of them at the back of the bar, like hanging out. And she told him, "If you ever tell anybody that I'm here, I'll never come back again." How and about she that? came for years and years and years. And I think that's just a cool. That was before era. social media. That was before <laughs> social media. People had cameras and video and things like that. Um, but yeah, so we've had all kinds of people from. Uh, you know, well, the most recent fame, Joe Biden was here, and um, now I'm drawing a blank on all of our famous people that were here. Vincent Price. Yeah, the wow. old school Vincent Phillies, Price spent a lot of time Toronto here. Toronto Maple Leaves, yeah. Flyers, yeah. Eagles. All so the sports you got the sports people, you got some celebrities. Well, you get sports but people from out of town, they have they to kind do, of yeah. make the pilgrimage here to sort of establish some cred. Yeah. You know ah, what I mean? If they take a... I, I, no, it's the truth, though, because when they're taking a picture in front of some fast food joint, nobody cares. Right, right. Philly is a town, and I talked about this before when Ivy was here. Philly is like a no BS town. Either you can go or not go. And if you can't go, eh, people just slide on by. 1860, this place has been going, so there's not really too many more places in this city that have yeah. more cred. Stadiums have come right. and gone. Uh, and, but the reality, too, about McGillan's is we're not... What makes McGillan's McGillan's isn't the celebrities. It's the soul You know, it's the, the people. people. It's the, the regular people. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like the average Joe. That's who pays our bills. You Absolutely. Know? Do we love it when famous <clears throat> people come? Yes. We, we're, we, we're, we love to stalk them. And my mother gets a, <laughs> gets a kick out of it. Wait a minute. Pilot Pete from The, the Bachelor? Yeah. I mean, that's great. And, and our customers love that, too. right? They do. But to us, it's like the regular guy Absolutely. coming in, having a beer, having a sandwich. And then coming back, or bringing your kids or your grandkids. Those are what make McGillan successful. The the celebrities make it like more fun. It's kind of like the cherry on top. You know, it makes a story. It's fun to take a picture. It's fun now to tweet that so and so was here. 
Well, Ooh. you're saying the cherry on top was, you know, the, the celebrities. Yeah. I think the cherry on top, for me, um, because some of my more fun nights and memorable nights have been on karaoke nights. Yeah. Like, you guys have, have specials and karaoke nights and, you know, things like that. And, like, the most fun I've ever had was on one of your uh, karaoke nights. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I appreciate well, hearing that, too. night here is legendary. Yeah, up here, it's really yeah, has the- taken off in the last five or ten years. Yeah, uh, really great. And great musicians and all kinds of acts. Oh, yeah. It's just, and people, I think, because McGillan's is sort of, a lot of people get that homey feeling. Yeah. I've seen people, I've been in this bar, and I've seen people go up on that stage, so to speak, that would not have done it somewhere else. But they feel like it's okay here. And we've had some amazing music here. And I just don't know, and I'm certainly not saying like the artists wouldn't have done it, but I don't know if they'd have done it so readily somewhere that they didn't feel this comfortable. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? They kind of feel like, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm here all the time. I live down the street. I live across the... You know, and they're here. So when someone's like, oh, get up and sing, play the guitar, whatever... They'll go up a and lot. And it's a working man's bar. Yeah, and I, so I think everybody's very supportive of that. Yeah. You know, cheering on the person. Exactly. You know, when, when somebody gets up and really intentionally tries to, like, <laughs> sing a song, people aren't happy about it. But you go up on stage and give it your yeah. all, you always are going to get a nice crowd, you know, of roaring fans, you know. And, Chris, let's talk about your long-term employees. I mean, this is amazing. Yeah, it you is. You guys have incredible... Ivy alone, Ivy. 31 years. Yeah, she worked for my grandparents. Oh, my you know? goodness. That's it's really awesome. It really is. And she's not alone, too, right? I mean, you exactly. talk with Tammy, who's been here 20 years. John Doyle, who's been here 43 years. Wow. Yeah, so if you've ever come here on a Friday night or Saturday, he's been tending bar here for that long. Yeah, uh, Which he's means he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's always got a good joke, a good story. Yeah, he's great. Well, Vaughn just had his last shift here, right? Yeah. And he was here eight years, I About think. About that, yeah. Wow. Here, that's commonplace. Some other bar... Somebody leaves after eight years. It's like it's like newsworthy. Here, that happens all the time. Yeah, People yeah, yeah. put in three, five, ten years, and they don't even you know what I mean. It's it's that kind. And of the place. message it sends to a guy like me who likes to eat is that you know what you're doing. You well, know what I, mean? I think so. You know, we try to keep. I heard um, Ivy saying about consistency. Yes, mm-hmm. clearly that is critical. Right? Yes, it's clear. But it's also we know we're not trendy, right? We're not trendy. We give. Um, Good bar food at good prices with the best quality that we can yeah. give, you know, um, every day. You know, we're not constantly changing the menu, changing our styles, changing our presentations. You know, the, the chicken nachos, which is one of my favorite items here, is the same chicken nachos that when I used to come here when I was 21, you know, in college. Sure. It's the same chicken nachos. It tastes the same. It looks the same. And we're proud of that. And consistency yeah. is the most important thing because I've been to restaurants that blew me away. Yep. And then two months later, it was horrible, it's and true. I'm like, "Who quit?" You know? Yeah. What I mean? You know? Or they're gone. Yeah. Or they're not even there. You're like, "Oh, you went to a place, and you're like, oh, this is great." And then you know what I mean? You go back two months later, and you know now it's like a nail salon, and yeah. you're like, "What happened?" I mean, but when you have you know people working for you for so long, you almost guarantee that the consistency is going to. Yeah. Well, they've and they've given their lives right to work here and yeah. so we try to return that favor by you know creating a, a consistent place to come to work every day where things aren't constantly I mean there's a lot of stress when you go to a work a job that has a ton of turnover yeah. you know what I mean and so I think that it's it's a safe place for them to work 
Um, they've raised their families here, yes. generation after generation, and uh, we, we take a lot of pride in that. And you're celebrating 160 years. Talk yeah. about that. Yeah, well, it's, uh, I don't think we look like we're 160 <laughs> years old, but, uh, you know, we try to keep our, ourselves and the place up, you know, and constant maintenance and uh, keeping things fresh. We never, ever rest on our laurels. Um, either myself, my father, my mother, one of us are here every single day, so you're not going to have a situation with absentee management. Um, you know, we just we strive every day to give our customers what they come to expect, and that is a fun atmosphere, good prices, quality food, and familiar faces. Nice. Yeah. And I want to talk about real quick, and then we'll go around the room. Let's talk about Valentine's Day. Yeah. Valentine's Day is coming. Yeah, we can. Uh, Twelve days from today. Meet your mate here. We say that more people have met their mate at McGillum's than anywhere else in Philadelphia. So. Uh, if you're single and you're looking for your partner, come where's to McGillan's. Yeah. yeah. Where's Jim? 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 Let's yeah. talk about the sign yeah, collection. Absolutely. It's a Canard Yeah. It is. It, it's it, literally a It is a yeah. living, there's a living history component yeah. to it. Absolutely. Um, we have all of the major uh, retail signage from John Wanamaker's and Starbridge and Clothier. A lot of those names are not, you know, the tip of people's tongues today. Yeah. But if you grew up in Philadelphia, some point you've been yeah. to, you know, one of those stores. Um, our newest sign is uh, Lebec Femme. Uh, that, oh. that we got right after they closed. So for all you foodies wow. out there, uh, and we just got—we um, we haven't received it yet. But we, a woman that owned—and I don't know if you guys were around in the '70s to eat in Philadelphia—but a restaurant called La Car. This is where you're going to have to edit. <laughs> yeah. I wrote it down because I think it's interesting. Yeah. Do you remember what it's called? La Carmark. Okay. La Carmark. And it was part of the 1970s restaurant renaissance. And they had a French restaurant. They hired the chef from Lebec Fen, because it was still around then, and opened this restaurant on Walnut Street, 1128 Walnut Street. Wow. And she saw our collection over Christmas, and she said, oh, I would love you to have our sign. Sure. Because it's among some pretty famous places. Yeah. Um, De Cheminet. It's actually an ironically French restaurant. So she wanted it to be part of that collection as well. Um, but we have J.E. Caldwell, Gimbel's, Lip Brothers. So it is. It's kind of the... Uh, that is fascinating. Yeah. I tell people one of the things they should do, obviously they should come and eat and drink, but one of the things they should do is just take a pause and look around. You know, you're, you're waiting for your food anyway, right? Right. Um, Not too long, I hope. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Not with I have been here for No, I, I order my usual meal and three people I carry it out. It's fine. But you look around and you see things that, you know, like you turn your head. And, you know, you'll see something that, you know, you won't see. A lot of places, you know, like these fast food type corporate bars, they manufacture a lot of this stuff. They right, print right, it off. Right. The things that are here are actually here. And they have that. been here. Not, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jim. No, no. I, I'm glad you finally brought that up. Because the coolest part about here is, are the Ivy's great cooking. <laughs> I told you. It's not like a cheesesteak. No. Yeah. <laughs> Is the stuff you'll see. Yeah. Absolutely. 
I was the first time I was here, I was sitting at the bar. And I walked in and it was crowded because apparently you've been here a long time. And because it's <laughs> a lot of people come. Apparently people like to come here and drink. You're full, so I had to sit at the end of the bar. <laughs> and um, I was taking my usual uh, selfies, even though I'm here to take pictures of cheesesteak and pick up selfies. I'm looking at my pictures, I'm looking at stuff over my shoulder. Yeah. In the rafters and stuff, there's old pine glasses, there's old stuff. Like you're saying, this isn't stuff you can go buy and repop at Michael's or some craft exactly. show. Yeah, it's true. This is stuff that was stuck up there yeah. 20, 30 million years ago by Mom McGillan when she's like, this is a crack in this, but we're not throwing it away. I'll fix it later after I have my 13th kid. I'm busy, I'm busy know, tomorrow right? morning. I had to deliver a kid, and then I'll come back to the bar. If you had 13 kids, you'd have a tall Mordew cast up on the <laughs> phone. You know what I mean? need it. And the stuff here, that's the thing I was trying to bring up with Ivy, was that how many people, you know, and I'm saying, we don't have to go to the international audience from right. Taiwan is planning their trip to Philadelphia. I grew up in Swarthmore, Delco. I know there's places here. Yeah, I've yeah. been here all the time. Plus, back then, I thought I could afford it. <laughs> and it's only a driving, you know, a small, a short drive. I would have learned how to use Sipe SEPTA. <laughs> I would have learned how to use SEPTA. Which, by the way, you're very accessible that from SEPTA. That is true. Like you can ask, yeah, Gabby, I think she probably took the trolley. And yeah, I took the, the I took the yellow and you're a couple yeah. blocks. If um, I put my beer on the trolley, it's not here. Yet, <laughs> it'll get here, I guess. But the interesting thing is you brought up is Lebec Finn back in the 90s was the hottest uh, fine dining restaurant in the city. Yeah. It was the George Perrier the top, uh, everyone back in the 90s would brag that they went to Lebec, and you have the sign, which That's I right. think is fascinating. Absolutely, yeah. Well, we thought it was important, and so did George. You yeah. Know? And so he wanted to make sure that it, it hung here, and uh, it does, and, and we're very proud of that. What is your favorite sign from the collection? Well, I have to say it was mine, I probably is John Wanamaker's. Yeah. I think John Wanamaker's, it's a really unique sign, it's a... Uh, original it's brass it was brought to us by the owners that's that's yeah. a great point because anyone growing up in philadelphia would always go to Boston. yeah I mean, that was yeah. an iconic spot yeah yeah i agree and then the strawberry sign we love uh but i will say this too gimbals is also unique and that one from time to time will have family members the gimbals family members oh, will reach out to us and say how much can we buy it we would love to have that oh sign. yeah can we please have it you know because it is it's 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 Unique. It just brings that Peter Feo actor just showed up. He was in uh, Sopranos. He has a Hi. movie coming out. He contributes to the show every once in a while. You might have noticed him from The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. He was on The Sopranos. This is Chris Mullins, the owner of McGillan's. Oh, and we're doing a live show. Uh, Peter, do you have a question about McGillan's for uh, Chris? Um, no, I've been here before. Yeah. It's a nice place. How long have you known it? It's been in my family since, 19, I was going to say 1860. <laughs> 1960, my grandfather bought it from the McGillan family. So it's been my grandparents and my great uncle, and then my parents took over in 93. Uh, to give my grandparents a little break, sure. and I've been here for 13 years, too, to wow. help lessen some of the load, you know, and let my parents get a little break every now and then. And the business you know? has been in the same spot since 1860. Wow. So think about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When uh, when William McGillan he started it was just one row home mm-hmm. wide, and he expanded to each side, and that's how we pretty much are the width of three row homes here. Right. It's amazing. So you guys have been here uh, eighty years. One hundred and sixty. One hundred and sixty. Oh, our family's been here for about sixty years. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And Peter knows the restaurant business. You know that's an, quite an accomplishment. Oh yeah. Wow. 
But Every day, you know, you got to get up and do a good job. There's no, there's no, uh, not a stout. I like mine mixed with uh, some cider. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you like. Hey, Chris, I want you to uh, address our audience and uh, just let them know anything you want them to know about McGillan's. That way you can kind of well, get I just the message think, out. You know, we're, we're you know the real deal it's an authentic experience we don't put on airs and we'll give you a great time and a good price you know and it's an everyday working man's place yeah you know what I mean and you can come out and bring you know you go out a night of the town and not spend a ton of money uh, it's great we get groups of families come in you know you, you bring your kids sit down and you're not breaking your, the bank. So. Talk about the menu. Your your entire menu mostly is under ten ninety nine. That's the goal. Yeah, Isn't that absolutely. Amazing? And it's fresh as I do. Sam, we we hand bread our shrimp. You know, we're, the Mile High meatloaf is made fresh every day. We roast our hot the beef every single day. The top rounds uh, and everything we we try to keep everything as fresh as possible, uh, as as value focused as possible, uh, just to get you to come back time and time again. And the free soup and lunch. Can't get any cheaper than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, how could you not want to come back? Like, and they they've made a lot of best of lists, yes. even across the country. You know, different magazines. Yeah. And media well, the reality that. is, it's a challenging environment, challenging industry to be in. You know, Absolutely. It, it really is. And you know, we're seeing more and more and more chains. And I think you know, if we can keep our you know focus and our determination and our energy on this business. You know, we'll find the longer we go, the more unique we really will be. If you look around Philadelphia, there's really not that many historic bars left. No, you know, no, unfortunately, really really which is a shame. And that's what when I go to a city, that's what I look for. Yeah. What's the oldest bar? Is there a cool hotel, Absolutely. old hotel bar? You know, I love that. Yeah, I that's love doing those kind of things. And the reality is, they just don't exist. And our audience has a ton of foodies. Yeah. If you're a foodie, I don't know how you can't come to McGill. Yeah. At I least feel like if you're a Philadelphian, I don't know how you. Yeah, can exactly. Go how would you not come here? The yeah. biggest question I get for a lot of times is over the years: Has there been a place? where I've tried everything on the menu, literally every item on the menu. Right. And people who follow me on social media, Twitter in particular, know there's exactly one place where I've tried everything on the menu. I mean, literally everything well, on the menu. And I do appreciate that, but the other thing is there are people who want, and I'm sure some of your listeners, want the most cutting edge, right? They want cutting edge food and that the most hip kind of environments. And what I think finally today we can say here at McGillan's is we have that in our neighborhood too. Yes. 25 years ago when my parents bought the, the building and the business, this was a no man's land. I don't know if any of you guys remember what 13th and Chestnut was like 25 years ago. It was like a ghost town. You no, didn't was... walk through these blocks. Yes. Um, I think we were probably one of the only legitimate places except for Wanamaker's. Yeah. Those times have changed. We're surrounded by some of the best restaurants in Philadelphia. So come for a beer, you know, on your way to check out, you know, the, the most cutting-edge cuisine kind of menu in town, you yeah. know, which is nice. Speaking of beer, um, <laughs> we really, beer. here we are at the Ale yeah. House, and oh, we yeah. talked about beer. Yeah. yeah, let's get into the beer. Well, that's what we do best, we yes. think. 31 beers on draft, and we focus on draft beer. Uh, we think it's fresher. Uh, it's local, I should say, local beer, too, right? Because all of our beer comes within 90 miles. It's wow. not getting shipped from California, Wherever, which yeah. makes good beer, but it's no beer is better than local beer. That's interesting. Um, we can keep the prices down because the beer is local. 
you know, it's fresher, we're greener, we have less uh, waste because we're not throwing away bottles and cans and all that kind of thing. So we're passionate, and we're passionate about local beer. Not only are you passionate about local beer, you have three beers on tap that are just specifically yours. So why don't you talk a little bit more about that? I don't know if any of you guys have ever met Carol Stout. She is the first lady of the brewing the brewing industry in Pennsylvania. <laughs> she started Stout's Brewery 25, well now probably going on 30 years ago. Let's see, it was 30 years. From Adamstown, Pennsylvania. Let's Every be, time they let's talk be about... Let's be gentlemen. 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true though. Like I see these stories now all the time about, oh, women are brewing. Like it happened last year. Yeah. And I'm like... Carol's been doing this for She's a really the first. Yeah, she had the absolutely. first brewing license in the state of Pennsylvania after Prohibition. I'm sure that maybe yeah. there was a female brewer, but she is the first. No, she's kind of like the uh, Neil Armstrong of that. She really is. She's an amazing woman, an amazing businesswoman. Works so hard. It's a family business. Talk about not resting on the laurels. When you go to visit the brewery, they're like shucking oysters or pouring your beer or cleaning yeah. up the brewery. They're very hands on. But anyway, so 25 years ago. Our beer list ran like the national beers only, you know, exclusively. You know, Genesee and yeah. not Honey Brown was like the most micro kind of beer. And my dad saw a niche for this. Let's support local breweries. We have Carol Stout, who's really making a, a mark on the industry. And we've been selling their beer. Uh, they produce our house beers, and, and it's our largest sellers. The, the uh, McGillan's Ale, the Lager, 1860. And which one out of the three is your favorite? Well, I have a personal opinion. Well, <laughs> well, it's hard to say because I will tell you, the McGillan's Ale is based on Carol's, uh, the, her Scarlet Lady, and that's named after her because she has big, great, big red, red hair. hair, yeah. red hair. Um, but the 1860s brewed exclusively for McGillan's, and it was brewed for our 150th anniversary. So now we're on to 10 years of selling uh, the 1860, and it... And it Definitely, that's an IPA, uh, right? It's one of the most popular beers that we serve. It is, yeah. And you and have pitcher specials every day, every day of the week, and all of our prices, like a, you know, so our our eighteen sixty, it's four seventy five. You know, wow. a pitcher is eighteen dollars. Yeah. You can't beat that. You no. know, some if you ever see places today, you go for pitcher beer, it's thirty dollars. Yeah, know? so you can save a lot of money by drinking at McGillan. And this is an alehouse. So any day you come here, you're going to get pitcher specials, which I like. That's right. Absolutely. If you're going to get a good pitcher special, you're going to be packed in, and you're going to make friends, whether you like it or not. <laughs> we're going to put you right next to somebody, and you're going to start talking. And, maybe and then maybe, maybe get married. And then maybe get married. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And yeah. now we're about to pop yeah. Yeah. Here we go. I'll be downstairs packed in with a bunch of scarlet ladies. There we I go. I know, right? I got a beer and half a cheesesteak. You win? And, and, and that's... And yeah. how do you say no to that? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and cool. keep in mind, that's you is that why you only have the cheesesteak? You can share the other half. I try to find a lady to get yeah. it. Yeah. And, and, working for me, so and Jim here. gets more coverage in the Philadelphia Inquirer than yeah. anybody, right? It's true. Cheesesteak um, adventure looks for me, and it's like the sad face. Exactly. Where's my, uh, I mean, uh, anyway. The question I always get is, how come you don't have a, well, no. Um, how, how do I say skinny? Not for me and cheesesteaks. You work in a draft house. Yeah. You have a whole lot of beer. And you look a lot more well, fit than I look. Have yeah, right. Beer, good. Try running up and down our steps yeah, every day a thousand times. That's you what know? I was going to say. It's steps. Uh, yeah. So that's why we got to have, uh, in this business, good knees. Yeah, because you know, if, if I yeah. worked here with your food, yeah. I'd be double the size. 
It's I'm the still, steps. Yeah. You know what? I'm still upset that I was here twice for lunch and I never got soup. <laughs> oh my god! But every time I come here, I find another reason to love this. Place. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the story of the local beers and being green. I mean, just that's like a byproduct. You know, first off, you get the crowd. First off, supporting local businesses is phenomenal. Yeah. And, and the byproduct of that is you're greener because yeah. Yeah. you don't have trucks running around driving that's stuff and you don't have bottles flying around. That's very true. I mean, and the price of them is unbelievable. Um, I just find a new reason every day, yeah. every time I visit, except for the soup thing. <laughs> and I had to get another beer. But other than that, what, but that's innovative, isn't it? That well, was, I mean, that's what the trend is today, but you were doing it for years. We've been doing it, and, and it, I think it goes back to not resting on your laurels. Right. You know, we have to, people say, oh, it's McGillan's, you guys, you're sitting on a gold mine, you don't have to do anything. They just you uh, open the doors and they come in, and it couldn't be any further from the truth. Right. I mean, if it were that easy, we wouldn't be here every single day, day. you know? Exactly. And we're here every day to make sure that. You know, the, the, the street is clean from yeah. end to end. That the toilets are, every toilet is working every time. I mean, there's a there's thousands of people that come through here every day. Yeah. And you wouldn't know it if you walked in here at 11 o'clock in the morning. Because it is spotless. perfectly spotlessly yeah. clean. And that's our goal, right? Yeah, absolutely. So every day yeah. is a new day. The analogy I always make about this place is this. And, of course, the first time I did this was probably about after 11 glasses of beer. <laughs> but I said, this place is like the first person you fall in love with. Yeah. Maybe it works out, maybe it doesn't, maybe you see them again, maybe it doesn't, but you absolutely never forget that person. I don't care if you're in your 20s, you're in your 80s, you never forget that person. And that's the way it's like when you come here. It really is. You kind of, this is the perfect kind of like combination of what you want in a bar. Maybe you move on in your life, maybe you go somewhere else, but everything gets compared to this. And it's established 1860. Thank you. I mean, I just can't get out of my 1860. I mean, it's crazy. Well, maybe if you listened to me when I spoke the 19 times about this place in the last year, you wouldn't be so surprised. So the listeners, though, Kevin isn't listening to me. He's messing around with paper. What'd you say, John? <laughs> no, really, this is a, this like you say. There's something here for everyone. Yeah, hopefully, there really hopefully, is. Hopefully, there's love for me. There's actually. But, and, oh my God! There is. Believe it or not. I have a tip and you know, and we always. Oh, oh, oh a, a, tip, a, tip, a tip. tip. So Jim's yeah. been saying he didn't get his soup. <laughs> oh my well, God! The soup is actually self-serve. Yes. Yes. It's in a cabinet. Yeah, they're not bringing it to you. Yeah, you got to get your stuff. If you want it, you got to. Yeah. So I had to come three times. Get my own beer. This is a working man's bar. Uh, you can come out here, hang out. It's true. And you know, but one thing you know, saying there are different times. We're open from 11 in the morning till 2 in the morning, right? Yeah. So if you're here at midnight on a Friday night, that obviously is much different than a Tuesday lunch, right? Okay. So some people only know it from coming out on weekends. It's loud. It's mobbed. I can't get in. It's crazy. It's just jumping. There's a line down the street. Well, you had to well, put that say, at Christmas time, right? right? Well, yeah. come, at, come at lunch. Come at lunch. You know, at lunchtime, we're full of the office workers that are around here. It's a place that people do do business, yep. right? Yes. So there's there are different times that you can enjoy McGillan's. If it's if it um, if you came in at a time that was just too loud, try us on a Sunday afternoon. It might be a little better. I'm, I'm glad you cut Kevin off when he said you're a working man. <laughs> you are. You're just up there for everybody. Historians. Yeah. If you're coming to visit Philly to go to the alley down there, that's the oldest alley in the world. Right. Alfred's alley. alley. Yeah. 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 
Well, you're, then you want to come here too, because yeah. some of the stuff hanging up in your walls downstairs <laughs> is his history. So you're sub, there, you know, the history. You haven't box. taken note too that the, the original liquor licenses are down there, uh, plus the original sign. So as I alluded to earlier, William McGillan, when he opened McGillan's, he called it the Bell in Hand. Ah, oh, yeah. Uh, and we have the original carved sign. Of the bell in the hand, yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. And where is that? It's right in the middle of the bar, right right over the bar in the center. Nice. Yeah. So if you're looking at that, you won't see the free soup. Yeah. And so it was after he died that Catherine said, you know what, everybody says I'm going to go to see McGillan. So she named it McGillan's Old Ale House. Amazing. And that's when it changed from the bell in hand to McGillan's. Irene, spotlight PR for Chris. So we sort of started to touch on this, but McGillan sort of has a split personality. Um, Don't we all? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why we're like each other. (laughs) That was split, split, split. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sybil. You be a Sybil. McGillan's is like my last Tinder date. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need Tinder anymore. Out there, I keep telling you that. so could you just touch on, so during the day versus at night, because yeah. I know if my son ever bumped into yeah. me here, he'd it would be never, super embarrassed, but right. it's never yeah. going to happen. Ever, ever, never. Yeah, he definitely tends to Saturday nights after 10, and Irene tries to get out before happy hour. Yeah. But yeah, we have it's a wide, wide variety of people come to McGillan's, and that's part of, I think, our We secret. came here, so so we I was so I had a friend, and, and she loves... Crowds and bands and all that noisy stuff and bring her and here. Shoving. Well, I hate all that stuff. <laughs> so when I came here for my first cheesesteak, I lied. I wasn't here at my time. I was here later in the day. It's actually uh, it was right around St. Patrick's Day, and so I just wanted to slip in and get a cheesesteak. They're a little busy that day. Well, yeah. Well, it's funny because as I'm leaving, so I'm down there taking my stuff, taking my pictures, falling in love with the history of this place, not digging the crowd. I go to leave. <laughs> we'll let it that out. There. I go to leave. There's a there's a guy. There's a bagpiper. Oh yeah. And uh-huh. a kid with a drum in kilts. And I'm like, well, perfect. This is. I'm like, oh, thank God, I'm leaving because <laughs> they're really going to rile the crowd up. Right. It's really going to get craziness. So I'm like, I'm glad I got my dinner. But I took a I took a video. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. So I took a video and I sent it to her. And she's like, oh, you're so lucky. That must be so fun in there. And it, I'm like, what? It I'm is. Like, I think everybody else is having fun. I said, I I said, I got out just in time. I left with uh, the dinner You crap. missed all the fun, man, Jim. That's okay. The You're not going to be here for Riverdance night? So speaking yeah. of fun, are you going to do anything specific for celebrating the 160th? Or? Uh, well, we do have a lot of things, fun things planned. We're going to be doing um, a brewery tour. So we like to, every few years, take some of our customers on a bus and we visit some of the local breweries. We try to do it on kind of key years. Um, there's a McGillan's family uh, reunion that's coming up oh, in the cool. summer, and I'm really excited about that because it's going to be the first time that you get all these people together and you can hear the stories and uh, get some photos, old photos hopefully, and some oral history too, which that, is going to be That's great. fantastic. I want to yeah. talk real quick with you, Chris. A uh, dollar mug of throwback beer? Yeah. So every Tuesday night, excuse me, every Wednesday night, every Tuesday no, Tuesday night. Night. Tuesday He's night. got so many specials, he can't <laughs> even my, keep that straight. Every Tuesday night, we do, uh, it's throwback uh, night, and we do dollar mugs wow. until the keg kicks. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of just a, a, a program just to kickstart happy hour. You know, it's a little early in the week. 
We want to try to fill five together. McGillan's is McGillan's because we're full, you know, and right. that's that energy and the vibe. Yeah. So Thank whatever you. we could do to fill the place up, it just you know what tells me about free soup. In. They bring me. Yeah, I'm here on Wednesday. <laughs> yesterday, I got yeah, an yeah, Yesterday, I got all the. I had a whole stock. <laughs> I had a stock of singles because I danced on Sunday. And let's, <laughs> yeah. let's talk. Let's <laughs> the soup comes <laughs> right after the bagpipe. You left at the wrong time. You guys do karaoke. Uh, you also have an open mic night. Let's yes. talk about the open Thursday. mic. Open mic every oh, Thursday night, right up here on this room, right over in that corner, and we get you know the the, the, the greatest variety of performers in the city. So uh, you know, mostly musical, but sometimes we'll get a poet or two or a comedian. That's nice. Uh, but it's generally mostly now. Do you stream music. that on? Do you stream that on like? Me, <laughs> what happens in McGillan's stage? Ah, yeah. McGillan's. No, yeah. keep your camera in its yeah. pocket. Right. Get Irene. What about sports? So. It, we're not a sports bar, but clearly we focus a lot of our energies on sports. So right. some of the most memorable times in Philadelphia, or McGillan's history, are Philadelphia's sports victories. So, you know, a huge night, and it's well documented, was when the Flyers won the Stanley oh, Cup yeah. for the first time. It was an awesome place to be. Um, you know, I, when the, the Phillies won the World Series, it was the craziest night I've probably ever been here. 1980? No, not uh, 1980. <laughs> no, 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 not that. I, although it probably was. <laughs> you know, the, seven, the 70s and 80s were wild times here, yeah. too. Yeah. Eagles. Um, and then the Eagles, the World Series Parade Day. <laughs> wow. And not for the faint of heart. How about just regular games? Yeah. We, you know, watching Very Eagles busy. Um, we do a, a bunch of TVs. Yeah. yeah, we have, we have a ton of TVs, eight on the first floor. Of course, we've got our TVs up here. Is that, is that my cue? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, are you playing him off? How dare you? Wrap it up there. This is his bar, son. How dare you? And before we let you go, because I know you're busy, uh, talk about the $6 meal. I don't think you get a better deal than Oh, uh, yeah, or surf and turf on Saturday night. So you get a oh. petite filet and the grilled shrimp. Have you had that, John? I've had, that's what I was saying earlier. That's I've literally food, had yeah. everything on this menu. Over the course of the years, I've come here, and everything's been delicious. Of course, I have my favorites, but this is the only place of 300, almost 400 places I've visited now. This is the only place that I've hit everything on the menu. Oh, that's a fry. Right. Would you do a Chicago-style steak? A Chicago-style steak? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm like, what is that? I never heard that. We'll edit that out. And, and Chris, it's like, I always picture like a deep dish, deep dish steak or something. It's like stuffed in there. Wow, okay. We'll try. That's hysterical. My God, it's a but steak Pittsburgh. with a hot dog. I will tell you, it's hard to do that properly. It right? is. You yeah. have to it a is. searing hot pan. To get yeah, it's it, like to, and and you know that's probably. I, I would say we would do it if we would try it. But, yeah. But you know, go to a good steakhouse. <laughs> my grandfather, my grandfather used to love to go to the pub over in Canada. Oh, I love the pub. Yeah, that's my spot. That, oh, that's in my book. By oh, is yeah, it? Oh, I love that. Oh, you have a book? Yeah, oh. they sent me. Uh, they sent me a gift card. Thank you. You better wrap this uh, up because you can hear my. Yeah, let's wrap it up, Chris. Anything in closing you want to no, tell? No, I. You know, we're always here. We look forward to meeting you know new customers and and uh, lifelong friends and. You know, please come in and say hey. You know, if I'm not here, Gabby is. Oh, oh Gabby! Uh, Gabby is our next guest. Yeah, thank you, Chris. We really you appreciate it. I appreciate it. It was fun. Yeah, thank it you. It was fun. Nice to chat with you. Uh, and he was on the show. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you. <laughs> we'll have to get our <laughs> Our next guest. Hello. My everybody. palms are all sweaty now. I'm all nervous. Gabby. 
How are you, Gabby? Welcome to the show. Dining on a Dime. Thanks for having me. Live from McGillan's. Uh, Let's talk about McGillan's Travels. And what what exactly is that? So McGillan's Traveled probably um, is inspired by... Uh, my family, ever we, when we ever vacation, we like to bring the old stickers with us, and it sort of became this thing for my daughter where we would go somewhere and she'd get to put a sticker on a wall somewhere, That's and you fantastic. can look around and you see all where, where everyone has been that has been to this pub, for example, Hog's Breath Saloon in Key West. They've got walls of stickers, which John and Susie, Eric, huge fans of. So you can see, oh, I, I've, I've been to McGillan's before, and... Um, you know, people tweet about it and took a picture. Oh, someone from McGillan's was here. That's fantastic. And um, we've had people now buy a T-shirt. And we just had someone today post a picture from Venice Beach, California. Oh, that's terrific. So so people yeah. around the country, because we're around national, the country, yeah. can get a sticker and then A sticker, post a T-shirt, it. and they're posting it from Afghanistan, um, Ireland. And you said the inspiration for that? It's just a great way to like tell people where where <laughs> yeah. you are and where you've been. Exactly. Like, that's awesome. Good conversation. complimentary. Yeah. Do we leave with a stack of well, stickers? We'll give you my free soup on your way out. Was that with my free soup? No, you get your soup to go, sir. Thank you. I think that's a great idea. T-shirts and whatnot. You use the hashtag. Um, McGillan's Travels, right? Correct. Hashtag yep. McGillan's Travels. So I want everyone to They post pictures from all over. Where, where was um, Holland? Wow. Germany, Oktoberfest. That's a really, really cool. cool. That it's is great, cool. It's a great conver- conversation. A- or, you know, people, McGillan's is so famous now. We're like, I've been to McGillan. <laughs> and we want to say hashtag McGillan's Travels. Hashtag yep. McGillan's Travels. Post your photo. Travels. That's fantastic. Post your photo. Plus, if you're traveling and you're away from home, yeah. and you see something from home, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, it gives you that nice feel. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. So, so, yeah, your, so, your favorite bar in Philadelphia. If yeah, someone can bring me my soup and a stack of stickers, I'll put them all around the world. I'm a traveler. So, I want everyone to do Something hashtag. To stickers at your cheesesteak <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag McGillan Travels and, and then post a photo. And we will fantastic. post your photo. Talk about so, McGillan. You know what? Okay. Oh, She's tired of talking about McGillan's. I just found a whole other reason. To love McGillan's. Yeah. Because, you know, the stupid, you know, because the first thing I thought of was eat Bertha's muscles. The bumper stickers, you see them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, years ago. And I went to, I went to Bertha's like two years ago, I think. My sister, my, my <laughs> sister, my daughter was on a ship. I went to visit her in Baltimore. We went to Bertha's muscles. And they were the worst. <laughs> <laughs> no. the bumper stickers to put them to the places. And I'm not putting them anywhere. They're still in my basement. But McGillan's. Because the history, oh, yeah. the food, the five-hour beers, the the new concrete behind the bar that you keep tripping <laughs> over, tripping the, over. the decoration. There's so many things about love about this place. I would love to be able to go around because to see something, to see that sticker. It, that is a that's a fun thing, travel thing, and to have a wall of where your customers have been. That's a super cool. I it think is, a is really, really cool. a whole Let, another reason to love McGill. Let's talk for a second about what the thing I love the absolute most about this bar. Liverwurst and onion sandwich? Oh, yeah. Close. Did you get that? <laughs> That's you. How long? And I know people, I've talked about Gabby on five different shows over oh my God. seven I, oh yeah, different years. He's always seven years. I know. How long have you been here? How did you get here? I know the story, but I want them to hear it. I have been here 17 years. Wow. 
and you heard that John right out of college I was working at the Philadelphia film office and my boss there was a Miss Erin Jackson and her mother Marianne worked here she was a, a waitress during the day so one day on our lunch break we came over to McGillan's and we had lunch and um, I needed a second job so I started waitressing here wow yeah so what was your favorite thing to serve Favorite thing to serve? Probably the hot wings. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's wings. That's the recurring thing. Famous for their wings. And, and uh, their liverwurst sandwich. And what's My your favorite fav- sandwich yeah, that's what I want to ask. is the R.B. McGillan what? with provolone cheese. Really? Yeah. What's the R.B. McGillan? Yeah, I want to know It's like a French is. dip. It's uh, hot roast beef on a long roll, provolone really? cheese, side of au jus. And horseradish. Your world opens up if you have something other than a cheesesteak occasionally. Yeah. Might just think I'm like, I'm like, how soon can I start my art? <laughs> I was going to say, oh, front step adventure. Now I need to get into this. Talk about your love story, meeting Ew. and wedding. Let's yes. talk about that. Isn't the hashtag Rubery Ever After? Rubery Ever After. You remember that was I our did. wedding hashtag. Um, so I was waitressing here. 17 years ago, but I think we met another 15 years. I moved up from Dallas and came in. Um, like Googled Philly's best wings and McGillan's popped up and mm-hmm. to McGillan's and every time he would come in I would try to see him in my section. He was a really good tipper. How about so, that? I was like, I got the table oh, right not? over here. Why not? <laughs> and um, I'd gotten tickets to a show like Jack Daniels it was a show at the Trocadero uh, Robert Randolph and the Family Band and I said hey I have these tickets to the show I know he was into music we developed this friendship right. and uh, we went to a show and I asked him he immediately replied with I'd love to go I'm going to see Tom Petty in <laughs> six months from now right. will you be my date so then it was just sort of we knew we both were thinking the same thing I really want to go out with this guy and he thought I really want to go out with this gal and um that's not what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. From what I heard, you you sat him in your section every time. Every time. Manipulated his hey, And how can you turn down yeah. Tom Petty? <laughs> There's a reason he left a 425% tip. Yeah. That's, all, that's all I'm saying. So what you're saying is, I had, so I need to eat here more often to, to get the soup. <laughs> yes, you need to eat here more often before 2 p.m. And, well, Tom Petty passed away, so I can't get tickets. So, oh, so 17 years, talk about some of the stuff you've seen in McGill's. I mean, oh, I'm gosh. sure you've seen... Where do I start? I couldn't imagine. Um, Me staring at her lovingly across the bar? <laughs> yes, I've met so many people over the years. You, have haven't, seen me <laughs> you haven't seen me get a date. Some of the vagrants <laughs> at the bar? Yeah. Yes. But talk like about friends. talk about the relationships you've seen, you know. Uh, uh, We're you know. like a family here, staff wise. Exactly. In the year, you know, even our guests, our regulars, just they keep coming back. And Tammy met her husband. Also. Yes, yes, and we just became one big, fa- one big happy family here. Have you Actually. seen a wedding proposed? I have seen. <laughs> a, Did you want I, to? I think <laughs> his name is Brian Fox. He um, proposed to. His now wife, right here in this booth. See, um, I was here for that. Oh, I knew that's why I was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt something. I felt aura. I better move. And Irene from uh, Spotlight PR said, "This is the most uh, more couples have met here than any yeah. else in So, so yeah. amazing. Another night, uh, I remember Kim and the story of Kim and Greg. There were these two great singers that came in to sing karaoke every Wednesday night. My shift. And I was like, man, I. 
they need to go out on a date. Nice. Like these so two you were talented people. And she was just, Kim just thought to this past Saturday. So I still remember that shift when you guys met. That Wednesday karaoke night when they met. That's amazing. Now they're married. Now they're married. How about that? Beautiful couple. The thing I like about this is the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like tin ceiling, 100-year-old tin ceiling. Amazing. All the antiques and all the wall coverings, the art. This is the best part of this. I really enjoy that. It's like an art gallery museum almost of of the city and, you know. I'm an artist, so really good. Maybe after 17 years, I come in sometimes and like, where did that mug come from? (laughs) (laughs) Or something will pop out, but I... (laughs) I never noticed before. Yeah, you're here so often. And, for and so when many I interview years. long-term employees, I always ask them, "What's your favorite story?" That's yeah. probably the karaoke night. Right? Well, that's not my favorite story. My uh, favorite story is um, Pat Burrell and Chase Upley. The season was 2008 when they won the World Series because wow. they were we were coming in and hanging out here. Um, so just hanging out with them. Yeah, with, sure. With Chase and Pat, Pat the Bat. Pat the Bat Burl. He bent over I the remember. table and asked me to rate his buns on a scale of one to ten. Oh. Let me get a self-promotion. And then meeting her husband yes. is number two, like a close two. But let, me, yeah. let me get self-promotion. <laughs> I, I actually worked security for the Phillies on the field in 93 when they were. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So Pat Burrow, I, I actually... Oh, uh, you self-promotion? No. Self-promotion. Uh, Do we get to take <laughs> I know, so this is book. Drink. Gabby, let's talk about your favorite meal at McGillan's. What do you order when you come? Well, right now, I'm trying to watch my finger, <laughs> so I just order um, grilled chicken with a side of spinach. Nice. But what's yes. your favorite? But if my you favorite, if I could eat whatever Anything. I wanted. Um, what's your favorite meal after eight beers? Wings, wings, shepherd's pie, meatloaf. Nice. What's your favorite? The mussels here are great, but the mussels are great, and the wings are outstanding. Yeah. What do you like to drink? Yeah, let's talk about the the alcohol. Um, I love all of the craft beer here. I'm a huge Philly Brewing Company fan. I love all of their beers. Um, Ship Autumn, Trogues. Um, I love visiting the craft brewery, so it's sort of my thing. I always go and I post my McGillan sticker. I bring them everywhere I go and... um, But this is an alehouse. This is an alehouse. So what's the most popular thing you think? Probably our house sale or um, the 1860 IPA. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's brewed exclusively for us. Um, they're probably two, two hundred popular. And I love the Lancaster Milk Stout. The Lancaster Milk Stout, yeah. I love the Lancaster Milk Stout. Especially this time of year. I love drinking a nice stout. Nice. Have, porter. People have probably seen her putting green dye in beer on my Twitter feed more than oh. anything else. <laughs> that picture is, it, it, whether it's an Eagles game or if it's St. Patrick's Day, nice. people who follow me were always like, why isn't she on the show? And I'm like, well, she's busy. She's this, she's We've that. We've been trying to get her on what, the show. He's what, mentioned what, you. It's like people know you. He has not just mentioned her. He, he has been so excited to have <laughs> you on here. <clears throat> like, riding up, he was like, I can't wait to have Gabby not behind the bar. I know. <laughs> it's a really nice feeling. It's, <laughs> Yeah. And Gabby, how cool is it to work with all these long term employees? Oh, yeah. It's Ivy, great. 31 years. It is really great. Except we're family. Amazing. Ivy calls me really a new girl. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Well, Gabby, you've worked here for 10 years. That's nothing. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> well, that's why I said Vaughn just finished what is. His eight last years. shift after eight years. eight years. For there's a lot of bars where that would be like, you know, they'd close the bar, they'd have a cake. Mm. That happens here all the time. Yeah. 
people put in three, four, five, eight, ten years, and that's not, you know, I mean, I mean, it's great, but that's not something like unheard of here. And it shows you how professional yeah. the owners are. They must treat people no, well because you wouldn't have people they there. They treat that their long. employees very well. Well, yeah. you've, you've been, we've family talked about this for. on our show before. We've been to places where the turnover, like you, even the manager, we go to a place and like a week, two weeks later, the manager is gone. And I'm like, how are you guys developing any continuity? And that's why, I hate to say it, but some of the places we've talked about, the food is all over the place. Uh, the service is all over the place. Um, even, even the wine list yeah. is all over the place. This place sits Very at the top of the food chain consistently for, you know, how many times? Our daily entrees or, or, or yeah. specials board. Specials are it's always some different variation of mussels or salmon. Um, well, there's, there's no mistake. You, dynasties. Yeah. You use sports analogies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, there's dynasties. There's a reason there's a dynasty. Because it's good leadership at top. Leadership is overspoken. Like, we were going to do that show about the turnover in the restaurant industry. It's because people that just get into it, they go, oh, I'm going to serve good Oh, every dollar. And then, yeah, we did the business side of the restaurant industry. It's, there's so much more. Most there's atmosphere here. Yeah. There's... You know, there's stuff to look at. There's stuff to eat at a good price. There's plenty of beer to drink. There's plenty to choose from, and you have the same people you're going to see. So it doesn't have this kind of stuff doesn't happen. This is what places should be shooting yeah. for. Yeah. Now I get not every place is going to be like I said before. Not every place is going to have 160 years. Not everybody is going to have employees 10, 15, 20 years. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be shooting for that. You shouldn't be shooting to know everybody. Say hello oh, to everybody. There's something special about yes. going to a place. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I'm going to see John today or, yeah. um, at your quarter pub or McMillan's. I just and the biggest know, it's take, true though. Yeah, it's, the biggest takeaway for me is Ivy's been in the kitchen 31 years. You're probably going to get the same great meal in yes. February that you have in July. Consistency is why you guys have been in business uh, all Absolutely. these years. 160 this year, and I think that's the most important thing. Uh, talk about we're going to wrap it up we're going to go around we're going to have each and every expert on this panel oh ask God. you a question oh Gabby no. you know what <laughs> with John Cole where are we going oh. for dinner Gabby? that's <laughs> my question where are we going there are for dinner so many choices all, all the people in the back are wondering where we're going for dinner <laughs> I'm wondering the same thing but I'd like to go to somewhere I've never been yeah right I know, right? I know where we're not going now it's but uh, Amaris your question for Gabby um I mean just with everything that you've seen, you know, through the history that you've been here, um, what would be the most memorable moment for you? Getting married here. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, you got married here? Yeah. I thought it was going to be Chase Utley again. Right up here? Was it upstairs? It was um, the whole bar closed. Oh, Aww. my goodness. Yes. So I would say that is my most memorable <laughs> McGillan's moment. And oh, if my wow. family's listening and I had said otherwise, I'd be in a lot I'm, of trouble. Amazing. I'm picturing Chris listening to this so, going, yeah. please say me and I chase Utley. Please say me and yes. I chase Utley. Okay, guys, we're about out of time. Uh, Gabby, what would you like to tell our national audience in closing? Stop by McGillan's and ask for Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go around the room. That's closing. what I've been telling people. This is the first place I started talking about. I got into this eight-ish years ago. Um, almost as a goof, as a joke. I almost... My niece laughed at me when I put Twitter on my phone. She's like, Uncle John, you're way too old for that. I'm like, yeah, I know. I put Twitter on my phone like the next day I came over here for a beer. And I see people talking about bars. And they're talking about these bars, most of which aren't even here anymore, are in business anymore. And everyone's like, oh, this is great. That's great. I get here and I'm like, this is the greatest bar I've ever seen. And nobody who 
Nobody was talking about it. I certainly never take credit for what they've been doing here for 160 years. Right. But I start talking about it. Um, then I go and I do a radio show in Atlantic City. And everyone's talking about the Irish pub. And I'm like, I think I got you beat. Yeah. And you can't really say that on an Atlantic City radio station without causing, you know. But I said, I think I got you beat. One of the managers at that place said, you're going to talk about McGillan's, aren't you? Because yeah. he was at our panel. And I said, I am. <laughs> and he's like, I'm from Philadelphia. I, I drank there for like 40 <laughs> years before I moved to Atlantic City. So even they know. And I love the Irish pub in Atlantic City. Great people over Great there spot. with food or whatever. And I talk about this all the time. That's the only place that can remotely compare to McGillan's in terms of food, having a good time, the customer experience, the value. One of the things we talk about on this show all the time is value. I don't yeah. care if it's a halal cart or Barclay Prime. We talk about where you can get value. Yeah. And across that entire spectrum, and I've said this on every show I've done, every show I've been a guest on, I've called into, nobody touches McGillan's in terms of food, the alcohol, the service, and the atmosphere. Yeah. That's four for four. And value. Uh, Jim Pappas, closing remarks. McGillan's. Did, did John think all of our time? <laughs> Don't I always? Do you have a wife downstairs? <laughs> exactly. Are you, if you're, I'll be right down, honey. And close. The, um, no, the, there's, there's places you can't describe. Yeah. Like the, the feeling of New York at Christmas. You really do need to get here. You're right. Exactly. You just stand. There's, there's so much history here. There's something for everybody. Come at your time of day because... Yeah, God forbid, for some stupid reason to get crowded at night. <laughs> but, um, come during the day, there's so much, I mean, there's, I'm looking around the room, there's, every time I look around the room, I see something new. Something I just, different. I just noticed that this picture is bolted to the wall, because I would, I, yeah, I would probably steal that picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, Somebody call security, what is going on? There's something for everybody here, there really is. There's, there's places, you just can't describe it, you got to come feel it, because... The history here, the feeling here. You're in the middle of Philadelphia. We're the sixth biggest city in the in the, in the yeah. country, and you come in here. You could be anywhere in the country or the world because of the heavy wood. Um, yeah. And then on top of that, hey, you're going to get a good meal for inexpensive. You're going to drink plenty of beer, or in some cases, three good meals in one day, <laughs> if, if we're lucky. <laughs> inexpensive beer, and on top of that, I mean, you might meet someone. I hope you. You don't have to marry the person you meet. Right? Is that an option? No, you can just meet them. You can just date. You can just date and then move on. All right, so. Irina's got pepper spray now. You're freaking people out, man. Uh, amorous food photojournalist uh, in closing thoughts. So Jim here doesn't like the crowds, but I do like the crowds. I love Because the crowd. you can pull off the energy, and it's a fun atmosphere. But not only is it a fun atmosphere, it is enriched in history. It's been here the longest out of any bar. Um, and, you know, not only that, you can also make your own history and your own memories. So I, I like that. And I've been here before. I know the food is very good. Obviously, you know, your, your uh, chef is, has been here for 31 years. Woo. So your consistency amazing. is going to be across the board amazing. And so just I like, I like everything. And as you said, you know, there's little intricate nuances where you can go around and look at you know, pictures and signs of everything else. So, so if you come during the day, look for me. That's actually a really good point, though, because this is the day drinking capital of the city, right? There are people who come here specifically for that reason. It's kind of chill. It's kind of quiet. Most of the big crowd is still at work or school or whatever. You can come here, get a really good lunch, beer, and just 
kind of relaxed. And a, like, great beer. And a day load. <laughs> and a day load. <laughs> yeah, okay. Irene, spotlight PR, closing comments about McGillan. McGillan's is the oldest continuously operating tavern in the city. Right. And it is one of the oldest in the country. Stop by and drink in a little liquid history. That's mm. exactly right. And, and I also want to say, if you're coming to Philadelphia from out of the out of the city and you're visiting the Liberty Bell, Betsy Ross, yeah. this is history too. Yep. You know well, go I mean? to them that, first that. and I'll tell you why. Because if you come here first, you're never making it to the Betsy Ross house. Right. That's just, <laughs> oh, yeah, she made the flag. Okay, I'll have another beer and you're done. Stop by the McDonald's. <laughs> Give and, shot. Get a, get a little Ben and, Franklin statue. You'll be good. And finally, Peter DeFeo, actor, soprano. He's been on all kinds of shows. Your closing thoughts. Well, I was here in 1964, St. Patrick's Day. Oh! Corned beef and cabbage was the best. Yes. The best. Irish bar. <laughs> okay, and in closing, uh, closing the show, I want to make sure it's very clear that McGillan's has specials on pitchers and food every day. Half-price pizzas on Mondays. You got Tuesdays. You got... Uh, 40 cents jumbo wings. People love the wings. There's a special on beer and food every single day. This has been a special edition of Dining on a Dime from McGillins at 1310 Drury Street, www.mcgillins.com, M-C-G-I-L-L-I-N-S. And, and free soup with every lunch. I want to thank everyone for joining us. Chris was great. You're great. Thank you. I she loved knows. it. And stay hungry, everybody. Week.